We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. March has arrived, and we're only a few weeks away for the big tournament. Yes, that tournament. Make sure to head to Bet Online and open up an account today and get in on their $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest starting March 15th. That's right, I said $100,000 and March 15th. You don't need to be hardcore to get in on the action. And with multiple entries available, it's the season's best chance to cash in. And remember, the NBA and the XFL is still going strong. So whatever your passion is, Bet Online is the place to be for all your betting needs. Visit our good friends and exclusive partners, Bet Online, to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up for a free account and make sure to use that promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, for your 50% sign up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we have some draft combine winners and losers. We also have some voicemails, all on episode 84 of the Pride Podcast. We know. There he goes. Big tall tiger coming at you. Four, three, nine. Honestly. That is not normal. If you didn't know, that's not normal. I mean, six three, six three and change, two hundred and thirty-eight pounds. Watch him stride that. Yo, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 84 on the Blue Wire Network. And today's episode will be sponsored by Bet Online AG. And I am your host, Tyler, and I am joined by Malcolm and Pierre. How are you boys Ooh. doing today? I'm good, man. What's up with you guys? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing all right. Um, just got off spring break. No, Monday. Podcast okay. day. I love it. Love nice. it. Nice. Okay. And I, I'm doing good. You know, I'm just chilling. You know, back we back on regular schedule. Um, and so I, I'm I'm just chilling, man. I'm good. Yeah, got got some good weather in Michigan. You know, I had some 50 degrees today. That's know? good weather. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Would Would you have today, Malcolm? Uh, uh, 80s, 70s, like 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 upper upper 70s, 80s. Oh, nice, nice. That's All right. Nice. We're not the Weather Channel, so. Uh, or Lions podcast. We're going to talk about the Lions football. But we usually uh, have been highlighting positions lately, but this is just another step closer to the NFL draft. The NFL Combine has just finished. So today we are going to name off some winners, some losers, some sleepers at specific positions that the Lions are going to be needing in this upcoming NFL draft. And we're all going to each uh, specifically talk Talk about two positions, so you guys will see the flow of it, how it goes. But these are just going to be needs for the line, so we're not going to talk quarterback. So new, no Tua Tungavailoa. So if you guys are what? 
you know, we're interested in that. You guys could just hop off now. And, you know, you don't need to listen to the rest of the podcast. But, um, you know, we got some we got some guys you guys will like. But let's get right into it. So, uh, Pierre, uh, what positions will you be highlighting in this podcast? And you can I'm start doing, off with one of your two. Uh, I'm doing the D-line and the wide receivers. Okay. Yeah, so my biggest winner didn't participate. It's Chase Young. No, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. But uh, probably my biggest, I, mean, I don't know what's in my biggest, but these are just some guys I thought I thought that tested well. This guy's a sleeper. The Lions actually worked with him in the senior bowl, probably a fourth-round pick. Jason Strobridge. Um, he is, just, to be, just to be clear, you're doing the defensive line right now. Just yeah, the D-line. Yep, we'll start with D-line, then we'll get to receivers. So Jason Strobridge, um, he ran a 4.89. His numbers compare similarly. That similarly to uh, Deshaun Hand. Um, what else? He can play defense tackle, defensive end. Um, he is 6'4", 275 pounds. Yeah, so I thought he he did well. Did you Four, five, see nine, the Deshaun Hand and Stowbridge like combine? Like, did you like match them up? Yeah, you actually were telling me about that earlier. We kind of looked at them. They're really similar numbers. Yeah, I mean, they're both 6'4". And they both ran a four eight. Uh, Stobridge was a four eight nine. Sean Hale was a four four eight three. Sean Hale was a little bigger. He was two ninety seven at the draft, and uh, Stobridge was two seventy five. So the weight is, you know, a pretty big difference. But everything else is just similarity. They're both versatile as well. Yeah, and Stobridge is really athletic for his size. Um, okay, now let's get into another guy I like. Probably like late first, early second. So if they get like number twenty six from Miami. He could be on the board, number thirty five. Ross uh, Blacklock out of, um, where is it, Texas Christian, it's saying here. Okay, um, he is 6'3", 290 pounds. He ran a 4'9". For a nose tackle, a 4'9", is really good. But he's 290 pounds, so. Um, I thought this guy was a loser. And, like, by a loser, he might fall, but maybe not fall that much. It's AJ Epinesa. He was projected to go, like, mid to late first. Now maybe late first, early second. He oh. ran a five oh four, bro. So wait, wait, wait. so so we talk about AJ Spinessa, man. Like this this just hurts. And this hurts yeah. in all all types of ways. But the thing it, it could hurt, but then like maybe he'll be there at thirty five and that would be nice. But okay, so he's six five, two seventy five. He ran a five oh four. That's like really bad for an edge. Um it's just not good. Five oh four for an edge is not good, but the Lions don't really care about speed coming off the edge. They care about power and like how they use their hands. And Epines is like a technician. Kind of, kind of reminds me of Flowers, to be honest. But Flowers is a little more athletic. Okay. Yeah, a big Next. thing. A big thing about AJ Spinesa too that um, I watched. You know what made me like him is his motor. Man, that kid has a motor. That's like yeah. Out of this world. Like he just he's never like he's like nonstop coming at you. So yeah, I mean it's a gift and a curse. I like this guy. I mean, he was projected before the combine to be, you know, maybe top 15, top 10, top 15 pick. And now that, you know, the combine definitely hurt him. So hopefully, I mean, if he's there and say by chance we get Okuda and he's there at our second round picks, hell, go for it. Okay. Um, yeah, that'd be intriguing. Yeah. Uh, another guy I like, uh, nose tackle. I think it's Lucky Fotu. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. From Utah. Yeah, he's 6'5", 330. Malcolm, guess what his 40 time was? Just take a wild guess. You said he, how big was he? 6'5", 330. 330, I'm going to say 5'1". Five, 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 yeah, 5'1", yeah, 5'1". I thought that's really good for him, for his size. Um, he also moved well for his size. Like He didn't look slow. He, he, was, he was carrying his weight well. This is a guy like maybe in the third or fourth round if the Lions don't sign a nose tackle in free agency, this guy could come in and take snack spot. He's in he's a really good nose tackle, but that's all he could do. So he's not like he can't rush the pass, or he just stops the run. Okay, uh one more guy. This guy didn't necessarily win, but he didn't necessarily lose, and I still like him. I still think he's a top ten pick. It's Derek Brown. He disappointed in some of his drills, but I still think you look at the tape, this guy moves people. He's still a really good uh, defensive tackle. He ran a five one six. Not really that good for, like, it's okay, I guess. Um, no, actually, 516 is good. What am I saying? He didn't have a good, uh, he just didn't have a good combine, though. His, uh, his three. He ran a 516? Is yeah. that what he ran? He ran a 516, but he's 326 pounds. So, yeah, I know. I know. That's not bad, but his three cone drill was really bad. It was an 822. 
His short settle was a four seven nine. He's not an explosive athlete. He's not agile. It's just did, like, did you have him as like your disappointment or just a? No, I, I still no. think he's a good player. I just, oh, I, absolutely, absolutely. I'm just all, saying. All jokes aside, man. Head. Like all jokes aside, man. None of us seen this coming. I mean, what we thought he was gonna have a solid, really good combine. I mean, yeah. personally, me personally, looking at his tape, I thought he was gonna run in the four eights, maybe four nines. So it, it, that too, to be honest, for yeah, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we all did because he he looked like a looked like a freak on the line, you know. But I don't I don't know. I mean, he's still going to be a top ten pick for sure, right? And I still wouldn't mind him, like if the guys, the other guys, were off the board. But that's another topic for another day. All right, Tyler. So I, I listed some D line, some D linemen. Let's go to use some. Let's name some linebackers. Some linebackers. Um, yeah, they're. There's some very impressive linebackers in this in this draft class. Um, some very impressive linebackers at the NFL Combine, and I, I was I was intrigued, man. I, I really like this class. I think there's some guys out there, some uh, you know clear cut winners, some sleepers. I mean, I, I think there's a little bit of everything in this linebackers class. Um, I mean, we have to talk about them first. Uh, the top five pick, I think, guaranteed now, Isaiah Simmons. Maybe not top five pick guaranteed, but, like, sure damn looks like it. Isaiah Simmons, man, ran a 4.39. I mean, that is just unreal, man. Like, Isaiah Simmons, it's kind of hard to determine what he's going to be in the NFL. Some people think he's a hybrid linebacker. Some people think he could be a hybrid safety. Kind of like, a, you know, I, I look at him maybe like a Tracy Walker role. Some people look at him as, like, a – Derwin James type of role like there's so many multiple comparisons but it's tough to just kind of like pinpoint one position to Isaiah Simmons you know he lined up essentially everywhere in college football and played well in almost every position in college football but the only difference between for me that and from college football to the NFL you can't do that you're not gonna be lining up in the slot playing cornerback in the NFL when you're like that that size it's just not gonna happen in the NFL I have a little caution on Isaiah Simmons. I think he's a very good player. I think he's definitely a winner in the combine. I think he killed. He's gonna he rise his stock definitely after this NFL combine. But um, just some question marks for me because I just don't know what his true role is. I mean, if I had, I think he could be successful wherever they put him. But like, it's just not a given because I mean, all he, I don't know. I, I have a few question marks on Isaiah Simmons. It's just he has the way he has the size to be a good player. I think it just has to be in the right system. And I I don't know personally if the line system is great for Isaiah Simmons. What? I think huh? he played like he played the <laughs> he played the Tavon Wilson role here, like the mm-hmm. Hank safety role, kind of like get to line of scrimmage. Okay, you know? let, let me take that back. I think he's a good player, could fit in the system. I just don't think he's a good enough player to be a top five player in the system. What? Ooh, I kind of disagree with that. But <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't know, man. I I want Simmons flying around, man. I want Simmons flying around. I don't I don't like him as like a box safety or a hybrid safety in in a Patricia scheme. I'll say this. He's like, he'll play like, so like with him, he's not like the best at shedding blacks, but he's really good in open space. So he'll cover your tight ends. He'll blitz here and there. He'll cover like, like guys that like last year we used Tracy on tight ends. He did okay. But like, if you have Simmons, you match him up against a tight end or you match him up against like another like wide, like if there's like five or six wide, if they're going like five wide receivers, maybe you play him at corner. You could like move him around. I, that shit doesn't work for me in the NFL, man. That's like fucking what's his name, Mark Barron, a few years ago from Alabama. He was just like that. Look at Tavon. Look at Tavon ooh, Wilson. That's what Tavon ooh, does. Ooh, he was not like that. Oh, <laughs> dude, Mark Barron was not like Isaiah Simmons. He you moved really around like, 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 like you look at size. Look like at size, speed. He's nothing like Isaiah Simmons. Look at Derwin James. But, I mean, Derwin uh, James uh, fell because teams didn't know how to use him. That's why he fell. But then he ended up being a dog. I don't know, man. Simmons needs to. Uh, there has to be a, a clear cut position. Whoever's drafted him, I only. I I don't like that shit where he just plays everywhere. I don't like that slot corner. Uh, one moment he's a line, uh, outside linebacker. One moment he's a hybrid safety. Like, choose a position, man. Like, I think we, whoever drafts him needs to put a solidified position on him. And I don't know if I'm willing. To, I don't know if I'm willing to take that risk in the top five because he I'll played everyone. No, I, I, I'm I'm just gonna say this. I mean, whoever gets him, I think he's they're gonna get a special player. I think he's one of those guys that's gonna just that just kind of special. And the right for system. some reason, I just feel like that. I, I just I just feel like that. And the reason I mean, I kind of feel like the way you feel because I wish he would have participated in the um in the other 
um, and other stuff. Because all he did ran his forty, ran his four three, ran his four three nine, and just said, "Up, oh, I'm done." Yeah, you know, I want to see his footwork. I want to see how he is in in space. I want to see how he like you know if you know how he how his footwork is and how he moves his hips, how he changes directions, and you know, that all that stuff is important. So I would want it. I would want to see that stuff. Hopefully, he does in his pro day. But yeah, I think he'll be a he'll be a an upgrade for what we have right now. I think he will be a better, way better Tavon Wilson. I playing Tavon agree. Wilson role. Definitely agree. Way with that. better. Way better. I'll I say think this. He'll bring more speed, more. He, he, look, look at his size. Isn't he like, what, 6'3, six, 6'2? Six, yeah. I was going to say, I'll, I'll give him this. I am more intrigued, I'll say, by. He's 6'4, actually. 6'4. So I, yeah. I, six, I, am, I am more intrigued by Isaiah Simmons after looking at his size because I didn't think he was big enough. To, you know, for this line scheme, but he, he bulked up a little bit and obviously with that speed. So it is more intriguing than I was, I would say, a few weeks ago or something like that. Because I was not really intrigued by Isaiah Simmons for the Lions. I thought he could be a good player, but I had like no interest at all for the Lions. But I, I'll say this I am more intrigued now, definitely. I just, I'm still not a huge fan for the Lions personally. I think I, I like him in a different defense. Man, what kind of D are you looking for then? I like uh, Jacksonville. I would, I think he fly Jacksonville. Jackson, I like that four three scheme for Isaiah. Just to uh, play safety, or you can play move, off the I edge. Mean, pro- probably no, not just a linebacker. Just a linebacker, man. Let him cover. Let him cover. Coverage linebacker. I don't know about that. I think he doesn't have a position, which is fine. I think you just move him around, kind of like how the Chargers do with Derwin James, how we do with yeah. Tavon Wilson. So what do you draft up. Isaiah Simmons? What are they going to classify him? What are they going to put him? They could put him. They classify him as they classify him as safety. And then um, safety, if you need yeah. to put him in a box, you need you put him in a box. You need him to play deep. Put him deep. You need him to cover a line uh, tight end. You have him cover tight end. So uh, all right. So your prediction is that they're going to list him as a safety at the NFL draft. Safety. Okay. With the whoever line, gets him, whoever gets him, whoever gets him is going to get a special player. I'm not sure if it's us, but that kid's going to be special. Yeah, I don't know how they'll name him, but he'll be a safety in our scheme. I, I think he'll be a safety. All right. Well, there are some other linebackers that I do like in this class. So I like Simmons. I'm not going to say don't. I dislike him completely. I just I'm not big on top five, but that's different. That's it. <laughs> um, a guy I do really like. This is if the Lions trade back to five and gain an extra first round pick, like <clears throat> the number twenty six overall pick from the Miami Dolphins. Kenneth Murray, man. I yeah. really like Kenneth Murray. I think he's the perfect size. Uh, he's got good speed. He's a very fluent tackler. Um, he could rush off the edge. He could spy. He does a little bit of everything, man. He ran a 4-5. 4-5-2 is what I have in my numbers. He's 6'2", 241. I, I really like Kenneth Murray. I think he, he could put him a little bit of everywhere in that linebacker spot, too. And he, I think he, he's a better spy than anyone the Lions have. Like, Jared Davis is a... You know, not the greatest spy, but I think Kenneth Murray, you plug him in. I think he's a great linebacker. He kind of fits what they want to do, too. Um, I really like Kenneth Murray. Um, a guy I've seen as early as mocked in round two and as late as round three, Malik Harrison from Ohio State. Uh, Malik Harrison is basically the perfect example of a Matt Patricia linebacker. Um, he has the weight, 247. He's tall enough, 6'3". And he's not the most speediest guy. He ran a 4.66, which is not bad, but definitely not great. Not the greatest. That's, that's, uh, that's too fast. That's too fast for Patricia's scream. Too fast for Patricia. That's, that's good. That's actually good for his size. You said 6'3", two, whatever, 240 or 250 or something like that? 247. Yeah, that's good for his size. I think yeah. he carries so well. Uh, what do you call it? He's just not very good in coverage, which is uh, – that's why I'm not a huge fan of Malik Harrison, but – um, no, he's a talented player. I could see definitely see the Lions drafting him. Hope not in round two. I think that'd be a, a very big disappointment. I agree. Maybe third. Uh, yeah, a third round is like I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, depending who's on the board still. Right. But uh, a linebacker that's also very Patricia, uh, Logan Wilson. I he like he was in the Senior Bowl as well, I believe, on the Lions roster. Uh-huh. Uh, he ran a four six three. He's six two two forty one. Uh, another really good fluent tackler. So uh, you could put him in maybe in that Mike role, in that Sam role. You could play either one, I think. Um, it's not like I really like. And then other than that, another one that's very Patricia y and and Friendy. And Friend. Wait, wait, say that one more time. Who is it? What's, he's, how do you, he's, what is that? He's very Patricia y. 
Patricia. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> linebacker Anfern Jennings from Alabama, 6'2", 256. He didn't run, so I don't I don't know what his speed would be. I don't think it would be very fast. He seems like a 4'6", 4'7", type player, but maybe we'll see him at his pro day. But uh, that's like a round five, maybe round four type of pick. I like him in college. Six. Maybe. I, I liked Anfern Jennings in college. I thought he was solid, but uh, he's, he's not. he doesn't seem like very fast. He's, he's very big, physical. Not a very good rusher, but right. he's very, he's very, uh, he's very Patricia. I'll say that Patricia. Patricia. I like that word. Okay. Yeah, yep. and that's that's the linebackers yeah. I got. Nice. Um, looks like I'm up, and we got DBs, and um, there was a lot of guys who showed up and showed out for the DBs, and I'm gonna just start off, you know, with the big name, the the, the guy who is projected probably to every single mark to go to Detroit is. And that guy is Jeff Okuda. And Jeff Okuda, I think he had a very, very, very solid combine. I mean, the numbers, his 40, I kind of expect him to be in the 4-4, four, 4-3s. Four, four so he came out. He came out with a 4-4-8 four, four, with his 40. And what impressed me the most, Jeff Okuda, is not only, not only his interview, but his footwork is probably one of the best prospects I've seen in a while as far as footwork. As far as footwork, um, y'all probably y'all remember me talking about Greedy Williams last year and how I was a fan of Greedy Williams because he looked slow, even yeah. though he ran a hell of a forty. He looked slow, and the reason why because his footwork was like all over the place. He couldn't change directions; like he just looked terrible. Um, but Jeff Okuda, I'll tell you, <laughs> um, the last—I mean, probably the last prospect that I've seen with footwork like this was it had to be, you know, hands down, probably Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey and um maybe Pat Pete Pat Patrick Peterson man There's like his footwork is just it's it's not like a, a normal rookie which is coming yeah. coming you know coming in I think that's something that you definitely that, that you definitely need so yeah he's up there he had a hell of a combine um also a guy who also impressed me a lot and I think he's probably gonna be the number two corner off the board it's gonna be C J C J Henderson from yeah. Florida. He's also six one. He ran a four through nine, and his footwork was also pretty spot on too. He had the hella footwork as well. Um, he looked nice in in his drills. Going to some um, different positions, you know, we have safeties. Tyler's boy, Jeremy Chin, for a safety running a four four five. Man, I think that's 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 yes indeed. That, that, that's pretty damn good. So that's some speed in the backfield. Um, if they're looking to go that that route, um, he also I mean he's a big big guy, six three. Yeah. 6'3. Um, he destroyed the bench, got you know 20 reps on the bench, so he's he's also good. Now, a sleeper that I'm gonna just throw out there, and I talked about him earlier. He came out and he had a pretty good combine. I'm not even gonna lie. Um uh, Troy Pride Jr. He he okay. came out, he um he ran a full 440, 4'4 Um the only thing that's the big knock on him is his height. He's he's 5'11. But shit, isn't that Darius Slay isn't Darius Slay 5'11? Things six like foot. six. He's six, six, six. six. But same weight. Same weight. Probably a different sneakers. I think on like if he's wearing like Jordans, he's probably six foot. They're very similar. Yeah. Right. I just, yeah. <laughs> he's wearing slides. Person. He's five eleven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, I think they're pretty similar. But he's he's also a, a guy that you know could go pretty late. That not really pretty late. But maybe day two. And um, be be a solid pickup. So I mean, those are my three guys right now. Yeah, I believe he also worked with him in the Senior Bowl, Troy Pride. Yeah, they it? did. Yeah, he, he, yeah was on, did. Um, he was on the team. Our team. Yeah, Gregory worked with him. He yeah. team with um, Bat Patricia. Yeah, yeah and he got, he got interception as well. And I also believe Harrison and Wilson also worked with them too. But yeah, uh, Troy Pride, yeah, I liked him a lot during the Senior Bowl practices. I thought he, you know, he, he had some good work. Uh, had that interception. It was a very bullshit interception. It was a very awesome it was an awful pass by, I believe, Steve Montez, the quarterback from Colorado. But yeah, you know, he he does uh he he's like weight and like height wise, he's he's very similar to Darius Slay, so uh, he could work over here. So I could definitely say I like Trey Pride. He had a and, good combine, and 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 the name just fits in perfectly with the Detroit Lions. And, and one Pride, us. Troy Pride, one Pride, Troy Pride. That's what I'm talking Pride about. Podcast. Pride podcast. Hell, bring him in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. I would love it. All right. Uh, Peter, you want to go ahead and uh, read off some wide receivers? There's a very stacked wide receiver class. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go through all. I'm probably just going to go through three of them, to be honest. Um, I like a lot of them. I'm just going to go through them. Uh, one guy that I liked a lot, I haven't marked him to the Lions at 26, Justin Jefferson. People, there was some concerns about his speed, ran a 4-4-2, really good slot receiver, um, crisp route runner. So I like him. Another guy, uh, so this guy I actually didn't know much about. Saw the combine on, but went back and watched him a little. John Hightower, he could be a good slot option round three, round four. Very fast. Um, four four three, also like six one, one eighty nine. So big slot, fast, solid. Uh, one more guy, um, Brandon Ayuk. Now this is a guy. If he's there in the second, it'll be hard to pass up. I see a lot of Debo Samuel in this game. You guys remember last year? I love Debo. Well, I so need your Debo. Guy, yeah, <laughs> this guy is like my Debo, if you want to say. Um, five eleven, two hundred five, four five speed. But, like, on film, I'm not going to lie, he looks a lot faster than 4-5. Like, his game speed just looks different. He's a good route runner, really good slot receiver. Yeah, that's about it. I also like Denzel Mims. He ran really well. I think he raised the stock up, like, probably by 10 or 20 picks. So he's going to make a couple more million. So Chase Claypool. Yeah, I was going to say, you going to say my boy Chase Claypool? I'm going to be honest with Chase Claypool. He, he, may have won the con- he might have won the combine, but on tape, bro, I don't see that speed. Like, you know you were talking about Greedy Williams last year? Yeah, Chase Claypool looks really stiff on tape. You go if you go and watch him, he doesn't look like a four four two guy or whatever he ran. And teams were actually talking about switching him to tight end. Wow, they were. He he, he is big, yeah. He is He's big. a big guy. Big. Yeah. yeah. So good for him. He he went out, but he has to like do a better job, like not being as stiff on tape for. Uh, hey, Chase uh, if they could get him in the third or fourth round, shit, I'm happy. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I think Pierre's he, not, he, not he, has, he has. He has potential. <laughs> yeah, I like that kid. Has potential, man. He's, he's that type of wide receiver who has trouble separating. The Lions already have two of those, and Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. I want guys who could like separate. You know. All right, Pierre. So uh, some Michigan natives: DPJ, KJ Hamler, Van Jefferson, uh, Wall Lake Western native Cody White, where I, I graduated from. What, what do you All think right, about some of those guys? DP, DPJ had a great combine. There's actually some buzz around him. So like. NFL Twitter is like low on him and like NFL people are high on him. We actually got that from Jordan Reed yeah. like about a month ago or two. What's the other guy? Uh, Van Jefferson, KJ Hamler, both hurt. Yeah. Um, they did not participate, but KJ met with Detroit in the second round. If he's there, if he's healthy, he's a little small though. You know, you got to, you got to put on some weight and then Van really crispy route runner. I wouldn't mind him on like third round, fourth round. He's really good. There was questions about his speed, but his route running is good. And then Cody white, he probably went from like a fifth round pick to being undrafted. He had a really bad combine. Wow. Yeah, that was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that, I, I, did, I, that, did that hurt? Did, yeah, cause when I like, did that affect you? Did that hurt you, Tyler? I, oh. I, I tried. I tried. Everyone from Western listening right now, I tried. I tried to get some positive, but uh, a guy from, you know, the Warriors. I tried. But no, I tried. <laughs> um, hey, my school's doing questions. well. KJ Hamler. Did Van oh. Jefferson also go to St. Mary's for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, senior year, he he uh, he transferred. He actually was with my brother. So, well, Brandon was with KJ, and then Rob was with Van. So, like, they know him pretty well. They're friends with him. They talk to him here and there. Kind of so, cool. Yeah. There's a lot of guys who had really great 40 times. I just want to know, like, shit, like, do they kind of come in and fit the scheme? Vince, yeah. I know a lot of people, like the guy from Texas, um, Devin. Dubernay. Yeah, Dubernay. Dubernay. Yeah, Dubernay. Devin Dubernay. Yeah, um, Mims to me is like a Marvin Jones replacement for like the year after. He he's he's really good. If That's he's there at thirty five, if he runs a four three eight, yeah, I mean not just speed. I've always liked him. I thought he had a great Senior Bowl. They also worked with him in the uh, Senior Bowl too. The Lions worked with him, so he he could interest them. All right, Devin Duvernay. Um, I like him. He is a um, he's probably a day three pick for me. He's a slot. He's just strictly a slot. Um, he's not. He ran a oh, he ran a four three nine. Yeah, he's five. I was naming some of fast guys. Yeah, yeah. Duvernay is a slide guy for me. Probably day three. Um, day but three. he had a really good time, so that might move him up four three nine. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, shit. If they could get any of these guys that run the four three, I'll be happy. All right. So, uh, Tyler, do you want to talk about the offensive lineman? Uh, you know, I love me offensive lineman. I love offensive lineman. I love the trenches. Um. <laughs> You know, I, I actually love the offensive line. Hey, you went into the you trenches, know, bro. I love the trenches. This is this is one of my favorite parts of football is the offensive line. Not not entertaining stuff, but 
it's good stuff. Um, this offensive line class is uh, it's interesting. I'll say that there's some really good top guys. You got guys like Tristan Wharfs. You got that running or that offensive lineman from Louisville running a, a five one at three hundred sixty seven pounds at six seven. Becton, yeah, he's the number one tackle probably in the draft now. It's either him or Wirfs or, you know, you got Willis, Thomas. I mean, there's some really good top guys in the draft right. this year. Uh, but I'm not going to really pay attention to too many of those guys because uh, I, I wouldn't be very happy if the Lions spent a top five pick on an offensive lineman. So I'm going to say don't do it. I'm not going to even bring up the names, but there you go. Um, some mid-round guys you could maybe potentially look to replace a guy like Graham Glasgow if they decide to let him walk, which I think is the most like worst hidden secret ever that he's not going to be a Detroit Lion next year. So, you know, you might be looking at the drafts at some mid-round guys to potentially replace him. And the Lions, I'll give, this is my kudos to Bob Quinn. I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. Bob Quinn does a good draft at drafting offensive linemen. You know, he, you know, all his starters on the offensive line, aside from Rick Wagner, are all draft picks from Bob Quinn. Yep. Taylor Decker, Joe Dahl, Glasgow, who was there, and our Frank Ragnow. So, I mean, and even Terrell Crosby, who it looks like he could be a future starting offensive lineman for the Detroit Lions, also another Bob Quinn pick. So, he I think there's a hell of a job. Yeah, I, he does a very good job at drafting offensive linemen. I'll give him that. And I think there are some sneaky guys they can get, like in maybe round four, maybe round five, and maybe even as early as round three. Uh, ben Bredesen from the University of Michigan is a name I would watch out for. They uh, worked him out in the Senior Bowl. Cesar Ruiz, another guy from the University of Michigan. Matt Hennessy from Temple. He was also in the Senior Bowl. Jonah Jackson from Ohio State. And a guy I really like that's not getting a lot of buzz is uh, Damian Lewis from LSU, man. I, I really like Damian Lewis. I think he is a very good guard. LSU, I've mentioned this after the Senior Bowl. LSU's offensive line was phenomenal, and that's why I think Joe Burrow had a phenomenal year. Not that Joe Burrow didn't help at all, but like I think their offensive line, their trenches did a hell of a job, and Damian Lewis was part of that and I'm a I'm a huge fan of Damian Lewis. I think he he could be one of those mid round guys that could just like fill in right away. I I really think he's a polished. I think he's he's he could be a day one NFL starter even if he's a mid round pick. I like him that much. Interesting. Um, okay. Josh Jones, if they trade back, you know, that could be a potential second round pick if they have some extra picks. They could, you know, look to spend on a, another offensive lineman. That's as early I was go for an offense lineman is like a late one, early two with their second round pick. And Josh Jones, I think, kind of fits that category. I think he's a very good offensive tackle. That could maybe be a potential Rick Wagner replacement, or if the lines are not sold on Taylor Decker completely, that could be another option as well. But um, Josh Jones is another guy. I really or if like they don't want to bait Decker, because left tackles are getting really expensive. Exactly. And Josh Jones... To me personally, if they did draft him, I would kind of assume he would be Decker's replacement because I think uh, he he uh, thrives more as a left tackle than a right tackle. I mean, he could play both, but I think he's better at a left tackle position than a right tackle. But he could play both, so um, it wouldn't be a, a concern if the Lions did draft him. I wouldn't completely rule out Taylor Decker being re-signed by the Lions if that right. happened, but it is very possible that he could take that spot. Um but yeah, Josh Jones is a is a very good player. He really impressed me. It was the Senior Bowl. It was the practices, and then the game itself is where he kind of caught my eye. One on ones, he's he's very good on one on one. So, I agree. Um, the Lions are looking to spend on a lineman kind of early. Josh Jones is my guy. So, Malcolm, you want to go ahead and uh, list off some running backs in the combine and this current draft class in general? Yep. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I have the running back position. And this group, I mean, wow. I mean, I, I really like this group of running backs. I think, like, we had um, Jordan Reed earlier, like, 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 like Pierre mentioned. We had him like what last month, and he mentioned that this line, this, this run, running back group is deep, and he wasn't playing. I'm gonna just start with the big dog, Jonathan Taylor. I think he had a hell of a combine, even though we're not gonna get him. I'm just gonna just break, make, you know, make that. Put that out there. The, the Lions is not going to get Jonathan Taylor. Um, we're now in position to to draft him, but I think between him, Swift, and Acres, I think those guys are going to be special. And that's that's just what I think. Just, just looking at those guys, those guys are going to be pretty good backs in the league. Um, now going to some guys who I think could fit in that you know that range where we could draft a, a running back for Detroit. Um, I'm gonna look at a guy who I'm hoping. I mean, he had a hell of a combine. 
I don't know if we can if if he's a reach. But that dude AJ Dillon from Boston College, my god. Yup. <laughs> um, like, is it is it fair to put him in the Derrick Henry category? I mean, because this guy is six foot two forty seven, running a four five three. Damn. Um, yeah, I mean like Derrick Henry's like six two, right? Or something like that. But yeah, like the way he runs, he runs hard. And you said you hope he's not a reach. I think he's like a fourth round pick, so you could probably think get so? him in the fourth round. Yeah, for sure. If he, I mean, I'm, I mean, his his combine. I don't know if he's gonna beat around four, but man, that dude is. He definitely improved his draft stock. I can tell you that. Now, two guys who, um, other than him, I'm gonna look at two guys who we had on the Senior Bowl, and I think they they came out pretty solid, which was Joshua Kelly, who ran mm-hmm. a four four nine, Anderson. From TCU, he ran a four six one, but I think that's that. I think that's solid for a running back. It's okay um, if you have pretty good vision, and you know he showed they could catch the ball from the backfield as well, and um, he can run between the tackles. So those are some some backs that I think is going to be in the range for Detroit. Okay, hopefully like. one of those. Three. Hopefully one of those three. I mean, I like all three of them. I see you want another Boston College player, AJ Dillon. I mean, shit. <laughs> We gave him the rock. We love our Boston and he's college young guys. Too. And he's young too, man. Give him that ball in four, third and one, bro. Yeah. My favorite yeah. coach from Boston College, actually. You know who What's that up? is? Yeah, my yeah, favorite coach. Yeah, my favorite coach is. from Boston College. But, he's, oh, he retired, oh, Bologna, right? Mr. Baloney? Mr. Baloney. <laughs> Mr. Baloney, your favorite coach? Yeah, all time. My favorite coach of all time. Um, I, I, I'm, actually, I'm starting to believe. I'm starting to believe you. Don't do grandpa below me like that, man. <laughs> I'm not. I love him, man. It's my favorite coach. Is it kind of crazy to think that Jordan Reed podcast was in December? We're in March now. Wow. Like you know, like we're just saying a month ago. But like, yeah, we're saying was, a month ago. Yeah, it's no, that's long. What episode was that? Uh, sixty-eight. It was. That, it was actually we were doing them for the Denver Broncos game because no one cared God, about the damn. Broncos game. It was during God, the season. Damn, that was almost twenty episodes ago. Damn. Okay, time flies by when you're having God, fun. Damn. I know that's crazy, but yeah, yeah, I like those guys. I like those guys. You name I like AJ. I Dillon. like Josh Kelly. Yeah. Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly. I gotta watch yeah. Jet Anderson a little more. People were saying because his nickname is Jet, he didn't run as fast. Yeah, um, I don't know why I gotta call him Jet. Yeah, I just gotta watch more film on Jet Anderson. I haven't really watched him, so yeah, I like. I, I, mean, I like. I like them, and then on top of that, they had early hands-on with um Bevel. And, and running some of the offense. I mean, they didn't run the offense, you know, completely. But just working with Bevel and, and the line staff, I think that's like a a little advantage for Joshua Kelly, Joshua Kelly, and um Jet Anderson. So I think those would be good pickup. If they you know find them kind of late, maybe fourth, fifth round, maybe I don't know. Oh, we worked with Jet Anderson in the Senior Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Right, he's the one on. that he's the one that caught the um pass from um Gordon. No, Shea. your boy from Michigan. Shea. That's not my Shea. boy. That's not my that, boy. Tyler, that's not your boy? Shea Patterson? Shea. Shea Patterson? Yeah. That's Tyler's boy. Tyler loves him. Well, he's some. the one that um, there was a wheel route, and Shea caught him. It was like third down, I think it was. And he caught him like on the, on the wheel route. Yeah, did you oh, see the... Crap, the like, took, it, took it to the did house. You, did you see the mic'd up of that one? They mic'd up Patricia. They had Patricia on mic'd up. He was like cussing out the ref. He's like, "We lost a timeout or whatever." <laughs> he was cussing out, and then he sees uh, that Anderson kid <laughs> catch the ball and run it. He's like, "Oh, go, 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 score!" Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I know who Anderson <laughs> yeah. is. I just kind of like his name didn't ring a bell to me. Uh, that was so funny to me. <laughs> he's cussing out the ref. Then he's just getting excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys yeah, see no- Shape Patterson's nice combine workout? He had a beautiful throw. Overthrew about like a mile. Look like yeah, straight track. Too well. Poor guy. Poor guy. He sucks. He sucks, man. He's gonna be the He's gonna be in the XFL in two years. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. Wow. Hurts. Man, I had so I much mean, hope for Shea Patterson. <laughs> I mean, there's some hope for him. He's, isn't he a former five-star recruit? Yeah. yeah. He went to. Uh, uh, he went cool. to uh, Ole Miss. Former five star, yeah. And I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's hope. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't seem too accurate. There's no, there's nothing good with that kid. I mean, he has a good character and stuff, but there's nothing like. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. I think we should. I just... don't want to dog him, man. He's a kid. All right, let's let's go into uh, let's keep going to the voice mail Cause some kind in the mail today. These nuts. <laughs> Got he. <laughs> Got he. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's that time. We got voicemails. Y'all call. You got, got answers. Uh, let's go to the first call. Voicemail. What's going on, fellas? Um, so I was calling because I had some questions. I, you know, I just wanted you guys to answer. Um, so one of my questions was, uh, with us, with us having a third pick in the draft, if um, if we was to trade back with the Dolphins or trade back with anybody, and Chase Young is on the board, um, are you guys still high on Chase Young? Um, I, I I really like Chase Young. I ain't gonna lie, but I just feel like for us to trade back and we can get more bang for our buck, I do it. You know what I'm saying? To to miss out on Chase Young. Um, another question is, I'm, I forgot his name, but I, I remember he was saying Isaiah Simmons is not a fit for Detroit. But I just feel like you know, with a player like him, he's such a Swiss Army knife. Like he can do everything. He rush the passer. You know, he can cover sideline to sideline. You know, he's fast, you know, and he could play safety, you know what I'm saying? So, um, and another one of my questions was, I saw a couple of weeks ago, about a week or two ago, about the possibly, they raise Slay, they might sign Byron Jones a free agency and then go after Akuda. I actually, like, that'd be a pretty good move. I wouldn't want to move Slay, but on the strength of Byron Jones, he's young, you know what I'm saying? And he possibly could strive on our defense with another, you know, young and up-and-coming corner. Jeffrey Okuda, that'd be a good situation. But, you know, like I said, I just really want to get you guys' opinion on, you know, what would you do at three? Like I said, if we can trade back with the Dolphins and get five, 26 in the second round or have two first and two second round picks and so forth and so forth, I, you know, I'd go for it, depending on who's on the board, you know what I'm saying? So I just feel like we can get more bang for our buck with us being in the third, you know, having the third pick in the draft, you know, as far as you know, what they want to take and what they don't want to take. But, you know, I just want to get you guys' opinion on that. And then running back-wise, the running back I like, I think his name is Joshua Kelly from UCLA. Like, he a sleeper to me. He had a, he had a great he had a great game in the Sear Bowl or the Reese's, the Reese's Bowl or whatever. So, yeah, I just want to call and get you guys' opinion on this, man. Appreciate it. Man, right. hey, uh, shout out to caller. Yo, yeah. yo t- Pierre, really quick, before, before you answer the question, I just want to say, like, how the hell did he know like, did you talk about uh, Isaiah Simmons before this episode? I did not because, like, <laughs> he already knew. I did. I talked about it on my um on my live. So, like, I think Isaiah um, Simmons was at two thirty three. I think he was two hundred thirty three pounds. Like at the time I was talking about it, we didn't know, but then he was listed at two forty at the combine. So just to make it clear, now I think he fits their size requirements at linebacker. He's two forty. Was what was it? He's two thirty eight. He's two thirty eight. He was two thirty three, which is a little undersized. Two thirty eight. Close to that 240 range, you could probably gain a couple more pounds for them if they want him at linebacker. I think he's a safety in our scheme, but they want him at linebacker. So I think he does fit the scheme now because um, he gained weight and he still looked really athletic while he was gaining that weight. He carried that weight well. So I wanted to get that out the way. And um, Tyler, you could answer the Chase Young question because I know I you mean, want to answer that. Yeah, you, you guys already heard my opinion on Isaiah Simmons. I already said it today in this episode. So you already heard it by now. But um, the Chase Young thing for me, if, if Chase Young is there at three, you select him. I don't think it's a question. But for the Lions in my, in my perfect dream world, I'm the GM. I'm, Tyler is the GM of the Detroit Lions. What I'm doing if at pick three, if Chase Young is not there, I'm trading back. If Chase Young is there, I select him. I'm not selecting Jeff Okuda. I'm not selecting Isaiah Simmons. I'm not selecting Derek Brown, Kinlaw, Tua. I'm not selecting any of those from the Lions at pick three. I'm selecting... Chase Young or trade back. That's all it is for me. Anything else, I'm very disappointed, honestly. If they grab a Kuda at three, I'm disappointed. If they grab Simmons at three, I'm disappointed. If they grab Derek Brown, whatever, I'm disappointed. It's Chase Young or trade back at three. Because if you go back to five, let's say, that's a perfect dream scenario for me because you'll probably get the other first-round pick from Miami. You're going to set yourself up with a Jeff Okuda. You're going to be setting yourself up with the Derek Brown, a Kinlaw, et cetera, whatever. But... That's how it is for me. If he's there at three, you have to select him. If he's not there, I think you trade back. So yeah, his question is like like even if Chase Young is there, do you think we should trade back or no? 
No, so we shouldn't no, trade back. Unless um, you get like a ransom. Like if Miami offers you like 5, 18, and 26, like a second rounder, that's, that's hard. But like if it's no. like... I just told you if it's like a crazy amount of picks, yes. No. But if, if not, it, no. No. Yeah, so it had to be something crazy. I don't. You can't. I don't think you can. You can pass up on a premium edge rusher, and that, that, that's just what it, I just. I unless you unless you have a quarterback need, I don't see a reason for you to pass up on a premium edge rusher. And this guy has, he has the potential to be a Von Miller. And if we did this move and we traded back and we didn't get this guy and he becomes like a Von Miller or a Khalil Mack. And we passed up. This it's gonna haunt us forever. Well, it depends on what else you take. Like with those picks, like if you get like Okuda, he's like the next Revis, let's say, or someone, and then you get like an addresser, like at eighteen or whatever. It just depends. Like if those guys become studs, you'll be fine. But I, like I said, you'd have to get like a lot, so it's impossible to get that much. So you probably stay at that pick and just take him. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we got ne- the next question. Uh, voicemail. Hi, Tyler. Um, this is Tyler Bryan, one of your fans calling in. I'm also a huge Lions fan. I'm just calling in in regards to the 2020 draft. So, essentially, um, I'm thinking Jefferson Okuda is really good, but after Isaiah Simmons' combine, I'm not sure because he's got the girth to play multiple positions. And the fact of the matter is, do we need more wide receivers? Um, from that standpoint, I'm also thinking that um, there's one guy who's gone really under the radar. His name is Owen Sanford, and um, he's a real sleeper in this draft, but he's a bit of a beast. He's a bit of a beast. He don't make, excuse me. Um, so, yeah, he's he's got the brains and ability to be a very great player, um, and I think he's, he's a good prospect, but... At the same time, Okuda and Simmons are really, really good too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking from that standpoint, um, do we really need more wide players? So yeah, uh, thank you so much, Tyler. Um, peace out. Okay. Um, appreciate when the support. Say, when you say, do we really need wide players? Like, what is he? What kind of uh, wide receivers or? I, I don't know, honestly. Uh, this is uh, apparently. Um, I'm not going to answer this question. Uh, this is Tyler's biggest fan. So, yeah. Tyler, uh, what do you have to say about this? Um, well, first of all, you have a fan out there. That's 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 amazing. That that's that's what's up, man. And his name is Tyler too. And his so. name is Tyler too. So that that is amazing. I don't know who the Owen Stanford is guy. I don't know if you're 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 messing around, maybe, but I don't Owen know Stanford. who that is. We even googled him and. Nothing came up. He might yeah. be really under the radar. Yeah. So if 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 he is a real NFL prospect, then kudos to you for knowing that, man. I'll give you that. Yeah. But I don't know who he is. I don't yeah, think any of us know who he is. Call back. Call back. What you can do? Call back Tyler, and um, I want you to tell us the school and position, so we can kind of like dive in deeper into him. Just find out exactly who he is. Okay. Um, I really hope it's not somebody from like the no community college, Tyler. Like I'm not playing Tyler. What if it's like a Swanton <laughs> High School or something like that? Calls <laughs> uh, back is like yeah, from a community college. Yeah, and then he asked a question about Akuda or Simmons, like, like Akuda. Yeah, they're good players. They're very good prospects. But yeah, you already you already kind of mentioned you you know said you're saying so about um Simmons. Simmons. Yeah. So, I mean, we already know who you, where you stand on that. Like, if there, if those two were on the board, you're picking yeah, Je- Jeffrey you're picking Je- Jefferson Akuda. Jefferson. Jefferson, you're picking Jefferson Akuda. Okay, I mean, not even, <laughs> not even a question. Um, well, I, let me ask a question. Would you be mad if they went if they were on the board? This is a question for both of you guys. Would you guys be mad if they went Simmons over Akuda? N- no, I wouldn't be mad. I just would prefer Akuda, but I, I still like Simmons. I still think he's a good prospect. If it's at five, no, I would not be mad. I wouldn't be mad, but I think a corner has a lot more value versus a positionless player, kind of. And a corner, especially in a passing league offense, has a lot more value than like a linebacker or safety or whatever you like. People think. I personally think he's a safety. If you ask me, would I rather take a number one safety or number one corner? I'd rather have a number one corner. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe other people would rather have a safety. Even a number one corner versus number one linebacker, I take the number one corner over a number one linebacker. That's just me, though. I think because it's a passing league, so a corner brings you more value. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just the way I look at it. I mean, the way I look at it, they want Simmons. I just think they have a plan. Like, they they see Simmons and they see something that they just have a plan, I guess. Whoever has Simmons has a plan. Like, you have to have a plan for Simmons. (laughs) You can't just draft Simmons and just draft him. You have that plan when you're drafting Isaiah Simmons. Yeah. All right. Um, Tyler, I appreciate the support. That that was nice voicemail. So, and um, wait, before you do that, I just want to say um, if there's any Malcolm out there or any peers um call in leave a voicemail um we would like to hear other peers and malcolms as well um that's i think that was pretty dope that there was a another tyler and that yeah, was a really big and i are jealous we're jealous so a L- little bit a little bit but it's all right sorry yeah, right, okay. guys you guys will get your fans one day <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that is a wrap to episode 84 of the pride podcast I hope you guys all enjoyed our analysis of the post-combine. Some stuff that the, that could fit for the Detroit Lions. Hope you guys enjoyed. Leave some voicemails. We'll do all that. But for now, I'm out. Peace out, Lions fans. See ya. All right, guys. Before I let you go, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. And tell your friends about us, man. If you enjoy us, tell your friends. Tell your family members. Appreciate That's all the support. Also... Next week, we have a special guest joining us. I can't get too much into it, but an NFL insider is joining us. Next episode, I'm sorry. Next episode. Um, so stay tuned for that. He'll give us Lions free agency news, rumors, draft rumors, everything. Uh, this guy's really, he's plugged in. He knows what's going on. And I am out. Peace. All right, y'all. Uh, it's your boy, Malcolm. I just want to say thank you for tuning in to episode 84. Um, again, if you want to leave a voicemail, if you want to just call just to say what's up. Um, if there's another Malcolm out there, another PR out there, just call and say what's up. Or if you want to vent, just give us a call. That number is 313-355-3116. And I'm out. Peace. time inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply